in our reading from Hebrews, it said, Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And from the book of John, Jesus said, Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this hour, for this reason, that I have come to this hour. I am very excited, if you can't tell it already, I'm very excited for us to be gathered together as a worshiping congregation. It's been one year and one week since we have gathered together as the people of God. Our faith, as celebrated in the Anglican Church in the Episcopal tradition, is about a rhythm and it's about sacrament. The rhythm of our worship is based around our weekly gathering. We come and gather as a congregation. We sit in the pews with people who we might only know on occasion of Sunday morning. We fellowship. We share meals. Most importantly, we gather to receive the Holy Sacrament. And both of those things that define who we are as a people has not been existent in our congregation. It is a suffering that we have experienced. It is something that Jesus himself experienced. Maybe not a pandemic. But he experienced suffering in his life. And the writer of Hebrews is keen to say that even though he was a son, though he was faithful, he still had to endure the realities and the suffering of life. It stood out to me as I studied these lessons this week, the truth of that reality is that Jesus learned through what he experienced. He learned through suffering, as the writer puts it. And as we follow the way of Jesus, I think that is the experience we are having as a congregation as well. We learn through the things that we suffer in this life. As a congregation, we learn what we suffer through in our life as a worshiping body that serves the kingdom of God in this part of the River Valley. It's so interesting that each week before we make the confession of sin, we read also from the writer of Hebrews who says that Christ himself, being our high priest, has brought our life, our reality, our humanity to the throne room of God so that we may obtain mercy and forgiveness to help in the time of need. Each week what we say is that what Christ experienced in this world is what he brings to the Father, 
what he brings to the presence of the very Godhead, experiencing what we do as well, suffering in this world. And that is brought into the very identity of God. As we regather as the people of God, I want us to be cognizant that God understands the hurt, the brokenness, the suffering, the isolation and the, suf- the, the separation that we have fe- felt as a congregation. The very heart of God has experienced what this world is experiencing Because Jesus suffered in this world and brought it back to the very identity of the Godhead. The writer of Hebrews is very careful to say that Jesus, in this sense, serves as a high priest. Not one that would go into the Holy of Holies each year, but rather of this almost mythical priest in the Old Testament who was a priest to Abraham, this Melchizedek that we hear nothing of except in the book of Genesis and then again here. The very heart of Christ is to connect to the hurt and the suffering that we have felt in this world. I think that's our connection point as we begin to move into a new season. It's almost like the startup of a new church, even though we started in 1847. It feels like we are beginning again. We will begin to rebuild relationships, fellowship groups. We will begin to touch one another in our connection groups. We will begin to touch one another soon, shoulder to shoulder, at the altar rail, receiving communion in both bread and wine, in both body and blood. And so this day marks a transition. We acknowledge the suffering. We acknowledge the pain, and that will continue on. And we will continue to face that as a reality, just as Jesus did. But we see in our gospel reading there is a pivot point as well. Before Jesus began to walk the way of the cross, he had this dialogue we see in John chapter 12. And he acknowledges, my soul is troubled. Once again, he speaks to the humanity that his heart felt. But quickly he turns and says, Should I say, Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. I believe that's the healthiness of Jesus himself. He looked at that moment as the opportunity that will draw all people to himself. Should we say, Father, what will we do? Throw our hands up and say, we haven't met together for a year? I think like Jesus we would say, no. If we choose to look at it as, for this reason we have come to this hour, so that we can touch a world, 
I have to say, it never went through my mind that we should set up video cameras in this beautiful, almost ancient church. It almost felt like a sacrilege to put cameras up in the rafters. But what I have seen is the connection that can come through the world of media to be able to touch lives that are far beyond people's ability to come within this wall, but they are ministered to by the beauty and the grace and the elegance of worship that is offered here. The sense of God's presence that is still felt through a video camera. In a way, it's like saying, we have come to this hour, and what will we make of it? Will we make of this hour the opportunity to allow our ministry to go beyond our walls in just our neighborhood? Will we embrace the understanding that we have good news to share with this world through a tradition that embraces the beauty of worship? The dignity of the sacraments touching one's hands and lips and making an impact in one's soul. Will we embrace the truth that God's love empowers us as we go forth to love and serve our Lord as we're called to do each week? If we just say, God, save us, then I don't think we embrace the suffering that we have gone through. But rather, we say we have come to this hour. Now, use this to draw people to God through us. It's wonderful that we are able to begin our regular pattern of worship starting on Palm Sunday next week with our regular right 1, 8 o'clock and our 10.30 full right 2 service with music. We will welcome the Christ into Jerusalem waving our palms and then we will walk the path of Holy Week in this space. I remind us that it was two years ago, just two years ago, that we met in the parish hall because it was being renovated. And I remember last Palm Sunday saying, I never could have thought it was going to be worse than that as I talked to a TV camera and three other people here. And now this week, as we embrace on Palm Sunday, we look at it through the eyes of Christ. For this reason, we have come to this hour, and the potential and the possibility is before us. We will still have to go through the way of suffering. It will take us some time to rebuild, to regather, to recommit. But in this, we begin anew, because resurrection life is always new. Amen.